I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi. You are rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. We come to you on this September 8th on a Thursday, certainly thinking of the victims of last night's shooting spree. Where do we even start? 19-year-old man, recently released early from prison, killed four people, injured three more yesterday during a, yes, a shooting spree that he posted live on Facebook. What kind of world are we living in? And, yes, this was right here in our own backyard. Um, makes you feel like you're reading something that would have happened somewhere else. This happened in Memphis, and it does so on the heels of, you know, what the city's already going through with the kidnapping and, and murder last weekend of Eliza Fletcher and the other murders we've had in this city. Um, you come in here today angry. You come in sad for the victims, and you come in uh, looking for answers, right, what, what we've got to do next to fix this issue that we clearly have. We will attempt to at some point today talk sports. It is the opening of the NFL football season. The NFL season kicks off tonight, yes, with the defending champion Rams taking on the Buffalo Bills. Quite a game tonight in L.A. They're going to unfurl the uh, the Super Bowl banner and everything else from the Rams winning it yesterday. And then uh, had a little bit of historic news last night in the U.S. Open. Francis Tiafo became the first American man since 2006. That's why I thought it was worth talking about uh, to advance to the U.S. Open semifinals. First black man since Arthur Ashe did it in 1972. So historic night at the U.S. Open. Again, tough to talk sports on a, on, a, on a day like today where we're trying to pick up the pieces and figure out where we're all at and where we're going to go next. Uh, but we will attempt to do so. I'm joined by my partner, uh, John Martin, and our executive producer, Brad Carson. Good to be with you gentlemen today. Um, and I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I feel blessed and fortunate to see you guys today, to be here today to talk about this, right? Because... Last night, plenty of innocent people that could have been us, uh, four of them lost their lives. You know, and that was the thing. And it, and it appears, John, it was we had white people shot, we had black people shot, we had an Hispanic man at least in the auto zone shot. Like there was no rhyme or reason to any of this. And I, and I feel like a lot of this today is trying to figure this out. There are going to be some things, man, you can't figure out about evil, right? But there are some things we can do. And I think today is a is a good day to start talking about some of those things. <clears throat> it has been you know, we, a we've uh, kind of been talking about some of those things. It's been a heavy week in Memphis. It's been a it's been a heavy year in in the city of Memphis, and I I just feel like it it all kind of started with with Dolph, um, in terms of the tone being set for the city this year. Um, you know, I I, I just kind of go back to that as as just you know what's been hanging over. Because, uh, because you know, we know the 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 headlines that followed that, right? We know the you know the perception that followed that, and sadly, we've done a a, a really good job of of living down to it um, ever since as a community. And so th- this week has been it's been exhausting, it's been tragic, it's been heartbreaking, and you know, as a born and raised Memphian, I, I don't know how you 
you don't hurt, right? Not not just for the victims, obviously, not just for the families of of both the victim and the suspect, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but also for you know your city. Um, that's kind of just how I felt. I was on the couch last night, you know, kicking it with Riley, and I see the alert come across from Memphis Police, uh, which says that there's a there's a there's a man, a, a male who was driving around Memphis and firing, you know, indiscriminately and broadcasting it on Facebook. And you just, you, you just numb. You just, you just cannot really on, on you know, this week of all weeks, um, it, it was, it, it was hard to, to fathom. Um, and then it just becomes a, a, a full blown nightmare because they can't catch him. They can't find him. He's going all around Memphis. He's, he's changing cars. Changing cars, right? You know, uh, it, it really, it really was um, horrifying, terrifying. You know, and you just you you, of course, you think about all the things, right? Think about you know, is this the place that you know I want to be? Is this the place where? Because that is sort of the conversation that has been had. I've seen a lot of friends. I've seen a lot of friends. You know, the same friends who would say, you know, grit grind. Choose 901, you know, Memphis is this, Memphis is that. Now it's I want to move. Now it's I want to leave. And if you want to leave, you know, that is your prerogative. That is your prerogative. But I tend to agree with Chris Harrington on this on this topic in that your problems will will follow you. The same problems will that happen in Memphis will be there in pick a place. Unless you just want to move to a remote farm town where nobody lives. But once you start talking about getting into, you know, populations of a million plus, things are going to happen. Crimes are going to be committed. Um I mean, we don't it, it, people were going to the grocery store in Buffalo. Guy dro- rolls up to the grocery store with a with a machine gun, starts blasting. Does that does, is that a reflection of Buffalo? It can happen Anywhere. Oh, it's all in Kyrville, the grocery store. Yeah. It happened at Kyrville, you, you know. You know, if exactly. Kyrville is safer, well, yeah. there's an instance where evil comes into the place you feel safer. Now, that, now, for those that feel like the suburbs are safer. No, I, I, do I e- think there are. Evil can happen anywhere. Are there underlying dynamics anywhere. that make it more Absolutely. likely in Memphis? Of course. We know that. We, we, we know about the inequity in Memphis. We know that this stuff starts, you know way before the crime is actually committed. In both cases uh, this week, the, the, the suspects had gone to jail, gone to prison for the exact same offenses that they later committed. Uh, Cleotha Henderson went to jail uh, when he was 16. Abstinent. It was, well, either way, his, le- his legal name is uh, Henderson. Yeah, but the, but the, he did uh, he Whatever. changed his name. But yes, uh, he he went to jail for 20 years for kidnapping, and then uh, Ezekiel Kelly went to jail for attempted first degree murder, and and only did for some reason I can't understand three years or less than three years. Um, well, he was able to plead that down. Yeah, to a aggravated assault, which it, is a whole yes another conversation lesser lesser offense. Um, so we we know that that there are underlying dynamics that that make this so in Memphis. But look, I, I can only speak for me. I can only speak from from my heart. Um, I'm 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 not I don't I'm not leaving the city. I'm not going to give up on this city. Um, 
and I don't think you should either, and I'm not talking about just you specifically, but you, the listener. Um, it's easy to do that. It's easy to just throw Memphis out, right, and just say it's it's incorrigible. We can never fix it. The problems are too big. They're too widespread, right? It's easy. It's so easy to do that. It's so easy to just say I'll move. Well, it, it's, it's easier because the, the solutions are hard. The solutions are hard. And they're going to take a long time. They, they and, are. And, and you're never going to stamp out all evil. But I would say again. Because there's only more and more of it, John, to be honest with don't, you. Don't let perfection get in the way of progress, though. Anything we can do. And I, again, like, are, are, are we tasked as sports radio hosts with coming up with the solutions, man? Like, I hope not. Well, some of them are common sense. Some of them are common sense. Some of them boil like, down like to... Like sentencing and not allowing violent offenders yep. to, to get early second chances. No question about it. No question about it. I mean, if you commit a violent crime, you got to do the time. I mean that's just, all of it. Yes, I mean now that, that I don't I don't think that should apply to. But then then you charges, get into but, okay. Well then okay. Even if they do the time, are you really reforming? Well, so that, that, that's a whole another conversation. Yep. There's no deep. doubt. No, it, it's true. I there, mean, there's also just a disregard for human life element to this. A desensitization. Yes, I don't know where that comes from. Um, upbringing, probably. You know, I don't know what Ezekiel Kelly's life was like. Uh, in the case of. And again, don't don't take this as explaining away or sympathizing because I don't. I don't sympathize. You're just simply We're looking talking about how for, to move forward, right? You're just simply looking like what are the what are the denominators, mm-hmm. right? The denominators usually are traumatic childhood experience, right? Poverty. These are the things that typically accompany you know crimes like this. Not in every case, but in most. I think if you just boiled them on down. My large point today is I, I, my heart hurts for this city. My heart hurts for the community, and I know what people are going to say nationally. It's just going to it's just going to continue to be this you know pervasive uh, perception of Memphis, which is it's an s hole. It's this. It's that. But that that you know I've lived here for thirty one years, uh, born and raised, and proud of that. Damn it, and I still am today. And I've never been a victim of violent crime. I've never been robbed. One time I got, I don't even know if you'd call it carjacked. I got the car stake, taken out of the driveway because I was an idiot kid. I guess if you want to, that was, but that wasn't a violent crime. That was really a crime of opportunity. But I've never been, you know, uh, you know, robbed at gunpoint or anything like that. I realize that there are people who have. Um, but my anecdotal experience, your anecdotal experience personally, you have not seen that either. It's a problem in every city in America. Every big city in America is going to have things like this. And I am never going to give up on this place. And I am never going to talk down about this place ever. I love this place. And I'm going to do whatever I can in my small corner of the world. And I don't know what that is, Jason. I don't know what that looks like. But I'm going to raise my daughter here. And I'm going to do the best I can. Right. Right. And if it was a son, same thing. I'm going to do the best I can to to make sure that she's a productive member of society and that, you know, we we love each other. Um, and I know that sounds so oversimplistic, right? And it sounds so, uh, you know, candy-assish, but I, I really, like, that's what I can do, right? That's what you can do in your household with CJ, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I realize that everybody's household does not look like that. Every, everybody's household does not have two parents. Mine did not have two parents. So I, I, I recognize that. Um, but but I guess my message today, as sad as I am and as heavy as my heart is, I will never, ever, 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 ever give up on this city. And I will never say a foul word about it on this air, on my public social media profiles, because I love it. Sometimes it make, Memphis makes it hard, right? Sometimes Memphis is not easy to love, but I do. I love it, and I believe in it. And I believe we have a lot of young people in this city 
that we don't talk about, that that don't get the attention, who are trying to move it forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm going to put my faith, and I'm going to bet on those people um, because I, I, I see no reason uh, to do the alternative. So uh, that's, that's where my head is. That's where my heart is today. It's hard. It's very difficult. Um, football is back. We're going to talk to Jason Lockenfora at 1125, and then Doc Holliday is going to join us at 125. So it's hard to reconcile the excitement that we have about the season that is starting. No doubt. But I, I love this place. I'm always going to love this place um, for, for, for all of its flaws and for all of its, uh, its beauties. Because and, and I, I think for every bad apple, for every bad apple that exists, there are 10 amazing people in this community. That is what I truly believe. And, and the 10 amazing people don't get talked about, right? Because they don't do any Like, there's the negative bias, right? We could, we could do the, you know, we could break this down psychologically. If you have 10 events that happen that are positive, but one negative event that happens, guess what? It's going to take 10 more positive events for you to think of, for, for you to forget the negative. That's the way our brains work. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking about the people in this city today who are moving it forward. Um, and, and who care about it, and who are going to pick up a shovel. And, and, and I'm, I, I hope I am one of them in whatever small way I can be. But my message today is not one of, oh, Memphis is forsaken, Memphis is, is lost, it's a lost cause. I will never, ever, ever believe that, and, and I will put my stamp on that. No, I appreciate that, and I'm with you on that in terms of rolling up our sleeves and, and, and trying to, to focus on moving this city forward. You, you have to. Well, I'm with you. I'm not going anywhere. And I certainly, as I took my eight-year-old to school today and we talked about this, my wife's got a class of second graders today. They came in scared. They're talking about it. We're talking about it with our kids. The one thing I didn't tell him is that we're getting out of here, that it's that it's unsafe, that you can't. But but what I did tell him is, look, son, i got to prepare you for a world of evil. Like, it's out there. And I can't protect you at all times. And a lot of times all we're going to have is what whatever it is that you, you fall back on, whether it's a, a faith or or praying every day for a protection because again in a lot of these instances John that and, and, and yesterday all those folks they were innocent folks in you know e- evils go- can find you no matter where you are to echo your point whether you're in Memphis Collierville whatever it is evil can find you um, I don't remember what what's what 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 makes me sad is I don't remember having these conversations with my dad growing up in Midtown right. when I was eight or nine years old about him telling me how evil a world this is and how he's got to prepare me for it and one day he's going to have to let me out into it. We, we didn't we never got that deep because I don't feel like it was and, and and what are we talking about here? We we set a homicide record last year yep. was it three hundred and forty six three hundred forty six homicide? It is worse and that's what I'm talking about. The evil's only going to going to get. As we continue to right, have more and more people, the opportunity for evil goes up. Yep. And so you're never, my point is you're never going to stamp it out. So what? back to your point, what can we do? How do we roll up our sleeves? Well, there's program. That, John, this has got to start when we can talk about you know, violent offenders not being let out early, and that's part of it, it and is. prison reform. It is. But this goes to the grassroots. When, when, when this goes all the way into the, into the homes and the families, a single-parent family, some of them grandparents raising some of these kids. There is a, a, a genuine disregard for human life these days when it comes to some of our youth. Okay, and I'm not. I'm, I'm with you, John. It's not. It's not all of our youth. But I got. I got ten every Wednesday. I got six to about twelve kids, all the way from pre-K up to about seventh, eighth grade. That we go. We have Bible study. We did it last night as this was going on in our city, and and John, they're all good. 
what we talk about is 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 love and and spreading love and everything else. But more importantly, how how fragile life is and how we've got to take advantage of the time that's been given to us by God and do good things with it, spread that love and and frankly fight evil with good. And I think that's the way, along with you know the many programs we've got in Memphis. But that's where it's got to start. And and the reason we don't like talking about this is because it's not a quick answer. No, it's oh, not. Oh, get off! Just stop! It's a, stop! This is not a quick solution. But it, it it's a long term solution that we've got to go back to and say this is where we can get in in terms of putting it instilling in our youth a genuine regard for human life and the time and how fragile it is and how precious it is until we're instilling that in all of them and they're getting it that this is only going to get worse probably again because the the John the poverty issue and the broken homes issue isn't going away. And so, again, whatever program it is, or, or get for me, and, and I use Bible study, it can be something completely different for you. We have got to, again, reach down to the youth. Because, John, Cleotha had a, had a, did you see the juvenile record? Like you saw it early on yeah. from him before he kidnapped the lawyer. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And, and so, again, we've got, we've got to start there. It's all of it, guys. It's, it's prison reform. It's, it's being hard on, you know, t- True sentencing, as, as, as the mayor was pointing out, that, that we're finally getting there where you get three years, you got to do three years. Yep. It, it, it's all of that, but it, it's a lot of long-term answers that aren't going to fix the problem tomorrow. Evil's not going away tomorrow. And, and I know we all want it to, but it won't. And I think, I think Joyce Peterson from Channel 5 yesterday summed it up best. We're tired. Absolutely. But, we can't, but to your point, we can't ever stop or give up if we love our city. Yeah, you can't. No. And, and, and look, if you don't, if you don't want to pick up a shovel and if you don't have the wherewithal then that's then that's fine that's fine but there's enough of us here that do that care about the city and and, and love it for the the good place that it can be when, yeah. when i go out of town that are willing to stay behind and do and try to do some work here. i am genuinely always proud of this city. to say that i am from memphis because there's like there's a there there is there's just something about being from this place right that 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 makes me happy. That makes my heart happy. And there are times like last night that make me very sad. Not just for again the victims, their families, but also our community because we know what comes next nationally. Uh, but the reputation can only change when we do, um, and when we have. And, and again, I I know enough young people in this city that do care. I believe in the next generation and the generation after that. I truly do. But it's going to take that. It's going to take the next generation. It's going to take the generation after that. Mm -hmm. This is a long-term problem, and it's a long-term solution. But Memphis is worth it. It 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 absolutely is worth it. This idea of you're you're ready to throw it away or you're you're exasperated. Not not, not here. Not on this show. Not on this show. Not today and not ever. Even Even on very difficult days. I will never turn my back on this city. But it's been a dark week. It's been a it dark, has. It's been a dark year. It has. But again, I mean, last year, just your your three hundred forty six homicides. Like this is, uh, again, it's it's not an easy answer. But it's it's. I think it's something we can all have a hand in if we truly love this city. All have a hand in trying to improve. You know, and and again, maybe it's just one. Maybe you're just talking to one young person, whatever it is, or you know, you're it's one person voting. You know, yep. and turn all all of that, but. Again, if we're all doing it. Imagine if we all did it. Exactly. If we're all doing it. Each one teach one. Imagine that, right? So, you know, again, in my small corner of, of, of the city of Memphis, I am never going to turn my – and people can, can criticize me and say I sound like an idiot and I've already gotten that, and that is fine. I will sound like an idiot, but one thing I will never do 
is I will never turn my back on this city. Yeah, you're not saying we don't have a crime problem. You can say you love your city and, and, and acknowledge we have a crime issue. And, and it's worth and it's worth fixing. Absolutely. And it's worth trying. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, that's kind of where we are today. Um, so if if I, I'll just say this, if 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 this is if you want a show that's gonna come on here and, and, and bash Memphis and, and 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 dwell in that, this ain't the one. This ain't the one. Um, we're we're looking forward and we're trying to uh, find find the future here. Um, so that's that's what this show's about. We'll come back. Jason Lockenford is going to join us on the other side. Odyssey uh, in, NFL Insider. We'll talk to him about NFL season being back. It is here, ladies and gentlemen. So looking forward to that. We'll do that when we come back. Jason and John, now you trying to. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Femi ESPN. Jason Lockin' Four is an Odyssey NFL insider. Insider calls presented by BetQL. Subscribe to BetQL today. Instantly get the models, best bets, live, public, and sharp data, trends, and much more right at your fingertips. You can also hear Jason with Brian Baldinger on Baldy's Breakdowns. New episodes out every week. Just search Baldy on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. Jason, what's going on, man? Appreciate the time. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. So do we do we see this uh, you know, this Super Bowl favorite outfit Buffalo Bills make their first statement of tonight? Is that what we're expecting? Um I, I'm not so sure, man. I, I I think this is a little a bit of a tricky spot, is it not? I think the the Super Bowl winner is like nineteen and three in the season opener the following year and not that all trends hold but the Rams did win the Super Bowl and they are at home and it is a long way to sort of travel to start your season and it's a different kind of week and the Bills are without their best corner and the Rams are getting points at home um and look, do I do I have a little bit of concern about Matt Stafford as the season goes on wear and tear? Yeah, but I mean week 1 I think it's it's all systems go. Um, we got to see how the Rams replace uh, their left tackle and what that five man unit looks like. But I, I think they have enough guys in the backfield that with Sean McVay scheming it up, they're they're going to have a run game. We know how prolific that offense can be, and we know that they have um, elite, truly elite blue chip players. 
um, on defense, including Aaron Donald, who I think uh, the last time we saw him, he was swinging two Bengals helmets. Uh, I think he's going to make a very different statement tonight. So I, if I'm playing this game, I'm taking the points. Um, I believe the Bills are a Super Bowl caliber team. In fact, I've, I've picked them to get there. Uh, but this is a tricky spot. Uh, you mentioned it, so I'll go there. How concerned are you, and and maybe not as much tonight, but going forward through the season uh, about Matthew Stafford's elbow? They obviously had the procedure. You know, McVay. Everybody's saying, "Oh, we're okay here," and we know that Stafford will play through pain. But is that something you think um, that you're concerned about all season? Well, I, I, you have to be right. I, I, I think mean, so. he's going yep. to take hits. He's he, he's he's things aren't you know he's been in a controlled environment. All summer, they had to ramp him up slowly. There were times where, you know, whether you want to equate it to a pitcher and dead arm or whatever, but where they, they had to back off. Yep. Um, I'm sure they have a plan to manage it through the season. And Matt Stafford, now a year vested in that system, um, unlike where he was a year ago at this time, can he get away with more mental rep days than physical rep days? Sure, but that's still practice. That's still a controlled environment. And this offensive line might not be as good as it was last year. So, uh, he, yeah, he's, there's going to be wear and tear. There's going to be attrition. He's going to take blows to his throwing shoulder. He's going to take blows to his throwing elbow. I mean, it just stands to reason. So I, I think you'd have to be naive. You know, not to have it factor into your long-term view of what a worst-case scenario for the Rams might look like. Do you think Allen Robinson can be just as effective or even maybe better in terms of the position he'll play? You're sort of filling in for, for OBJ. What about yeah. that addition, Jason? Well, I think the, the the real good thing for the Rams is they're probably, I don't know, seven, eight weeks from having them both. That's right. So, it feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So do I think he can hold the, down the fort? Uh, it, in the meantime, I absolutely can. Uh, he's a, a tactician. Um, you know, McVeigh understands the wide receiver position. There are certain attributes that they look for in their wide receivers in that in that scheme. And let's face it, you know, they're in three wides like eighty some percent of the time, and dudes will get banged up. So, you know, I think there's when they picked up Odell Beckham, right? That last year was like, well, what are they going to do with all these guys? Oh, no, oh, oh. So, oh, yeah, no, they really need him now. You know, there goes Robert Woods. So I, I think they'll be just fine. I think that that owner has showed that the salary cap means nothing That's to right. him. That's right. They'll be aggressive at the trade deadline if need be. And I think Odell Beckham is the 54th man on that roster right now. You know, it's just a matter of when they execute that transaction. Makes sense to me. What do you What do you think we'll see from Cam Akers? Obviously, he was going to be the, he was going to be the guy last year. Man. I mean, do you expect that we're going to see an explosive Cam Akers? He's going to take that know. job? You know, I, I wish I knew. It's, it's, it's a, a big question about that team. Um, I don't think they know themselves until they see him back. Again, like, their whole summer plan is just about not getting guys hurt. And it served them very well. Um, but they, there's, there's not, you know, there's not a whole lot of hitting going on. There's not a whole lot of those guys. Um, doing a whole lot in fake football. So I, I, I know there's a lot of people kind of um, – I've just watched people like as they go through their fantasy football drafts and the people in the fantasy football world seem to kind of be fading him or, or, or kind of um, – I, I guess the experts in that field telling people, you know, not to overdraft him, this or that. I don't know, man. I think they can have an interesting little rotation there. And 
I think, obviously, you go back to how he was soaring and, and ascending before the injury, and now we're, we're, we're much further removed from it. Um, long-term and durability, again, and, and, and him holding up, I don't know the answer to those questions. But I think he can be an effective football player for them, um, and, and I think they'll do right by him and put him in positions to succeed. Jason, when the rubber meets the road, do you think that the Bills really are going to scale it back with Josh Allen? I just he, He's so talented, but he's so much of that rushing offense. You know, I, yeah. could, I could just see Cam Newton all over again if you let this guy get beat up. They're going to let the backs do the job this year? Jason, what do you well, think? Well, that's another situation where there's – we don't know because right. Brian Dable's not there anymore, right? Yes. And, and we yes. don't really know how Dorsey calls a game and, and what that looks like and, 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 you know, sort of what he defaults to mm-hmm. and what he, you know, what his tendencies are. Um, look, I think it is a goal that they aspire to. And I think if they can get more out of the running back position, they're, they're going to be, um, they be doing cartwheels there. But they play a really tough schedule. Yes, and I think the defense has a chance to be really good, but I'm not sure that it hits the ground running right away and you, you see the best of it in week one with how many young pass rushers they're still depending on and, you know, Von Miller new to town. So I just think game flow is going to dictate that. And I think they're going to be in a lot of pinball football games. I think they're going to – game flow might be that it starts to look like some of their playoff games have looked like. And, yes, September and October and November is not the same and, and you're not going as all out. But, like, man – He's such a freakish athlete. Yeah. Who else do you want to like? Whose hands would you rather the ball be in, 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 in out in space? Whether he's going to keep it and chuck it, or keep it and run somebody over, or keep it and sprint by somebody? Like, I don't know, man. You know, I, I think there's intentions to try to become more balanced. Mm-hmm. I'm just I, and and he's still he's still a wild horse. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's hit the stage like maybe a Mahomes has, you know, and some of these guys where they they just start to recalibrate in their own mind sort of the risk-reward. So I, I think you're going to see the same Josh Allen you saw last year. That would be my hunch. We're talking to Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockenfor here on the show. Insider calls presented by BetQL. I, look, I, 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 may, I may be listening or reading the wrong places, but I feel like uh, people aren't talking enough about the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, why not them I'm this season? You. No, I'm with you. You look at you know the MVP odds, and you see two or three guys at a lot of shops ahead of Patrick Mahomes, and you're kind of like, hmm, okay, like that's that's a little interesting. Like I'm 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 not so sure about that. Um, you start looking at futures, Kansas City plus eleven hundred Super Bowl. I find that intriguing. I'd put an extra twenty bucks on that if I had it laying around. Uh, I I do feel like um, they're a little under the radar because the moves they've made have been very calculated and strategic, and they've largely been on the defensive side of the ball, which is not particularly sexy, which has not been their brand, right? Um, and I think they, if you if you pay attention to their summer. I truly believe that Andy Reid, like what you were just talking about, about being more balanced, I think, I think they are going to be more balanced. I think it's by design and part of the reason why they, were, they did what they did with Tyreek. I, I think they are building a bully on defense. They've got an elite offensive line, and they're not going to be afraid to road grade people. and put the, put Pat, Instead of Patrick Mahomes having to win on 
second and long or, or, or whatever, I, I, I think not that they're going to become a team that's running on early downs all the time, but I do think there's going to be um, a, a transition taking place there and, and that they're going to be playing a little more bully ball and hitting the big plays off of that. Um, it's a tough division, and that's another team that plays a really tough schedule, but, man, it's still Andy Reid. It's still, it's still Patrick Mahomes, and I think that defense is going to give them opportunities now where they can bleed the clock and, and they don't have to chase points in the same way. Um, I, I, I think their, their, their DNA might change a little bit, but that still doesn't mean that like, is Patrick Mahomes going to throw for 6,000 yards? Maybe not. Could he throw for 50 touchdowns again? I, maybe like it wouldn't it wouldn't like be the craziest thing in the world to me lamar jackson gonna have that contract before 12 noon you think we gotta play the jets Yeah, i don't know if it's midnight tonight or noon tomorrow or after practice friday we know that it's friday i i I would be um i would be shocked and if it does happen it's because either he or the owner steve bishotti completely philosophically changes sort of where they're coming from at the last minute, which can happen. Um, you know, he's about to take live hits for the first time in a long time, and they're about to play games that count in the standings, and the idea of him on a franchise tag next year should scare the crap out of the owner because it's going to be a lot of money, and it's going to be a lot of money against the cap. And, you know, if they can't figure that out by next July and you start talking about multiple franchise tags, then, then, then it's time to trade him. Um, I don't think that, that you will see someone caving here. I think he's a guy who played out his entire rookie year for peanuts. So $23 million, while it's a bargain, it's way more money than he's ever made before, and he knows there's 44 out there for him next year on the tag most likely. Um, and I don't think Steve Bishotti is going to do what Jimmy Haslam did for Deshaun Watson. So, um, yeah, this, I expect this uh, impasse to go on. Uh, you know, a lot of people have said that uh, Doug Peterson is exactly what Trevor Lawrence needed, uh, or, or maybe anybody other than Urban Meyer is what Trevor Lawrence Whoa. needed in Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, do you do you see a big sophomore step for him? Does he have enough there to do that in Jacksonville this year? Um, I think Jackson. I, look, it's 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 the ultimate addition by subtraction. I do think um, they they are a professional run organization now. They know how to conduct practices. They know how to. Um, handle the, the work week. They know how to put NFL schedules together in terms of what coaches are expected to do, what players. Are, it's just it's it's that thing last year was 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 absolutely horrific. Um, but there was a year lost, and he got knocked around some, and and they didn't bring him along the right way. And I do wonder. There's some people who were in that building a year ago who would tell you, man. You know, it might just be you've got to be willing to run an RPO-based offense to get the best out of him. The idea of him as a traditional drop-back passer, scanning the whole field, you know, short, intermediate, deep, and finding the best matchup downfield, like, mm, it might not, you know, or, or, or it might take you some time to get there, and they certainly didn't do get there last year. So I just wonder, ultimately, if that coaching staff's got to be willing to, to get him into space a little more, to get his legs moving, to really unlock the arm. Um, that'll be fascinating to me, but uh, they've got some talent there. You know, I, I, I've been down on them for a long time, but I do think that's a team um, that's that's going to get better as the season goes on, and they're playing in a weak division, and, and it wouldn't shock me if they win a few more games than something. And then at the top of that division, which way are you leaning, Jason, Titans or Colts? I, I go Colts. Um, I, I think that the Titans have been sort of – 
death by a million paper cuts. Like, you know, you yes. lose Arthur Smith and you have some brain drain and, you know, you overcome it and you still keep, get, you know, chugging along, getting your 10, 11 a year and going to the playoffs. Um, but then, you know, the tight end position, you lose some guys and now no AJ and now you know, Superman might not quite be Superman anymore, and you, you've put so much tread on those tires so quickly. That tends to, um, when it goes, it tends to go quickly. You know, you lose a guy here or there on the offensive line. Some other guys get a little longer in the tooth. Like, hmm, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm probably the wrong guy to ask because every year I think they're, they're, they're going to be a couple <laughs> games worse than they are. And Rabel's a monster. He and, is. He is. And he will get the best out of them. But I think they kind of keep asking him to do more with, with less. less. I'm with you. And eventually that catches up to you. And I also think the quarterback thing, I'm not sure that having Malik sitting behind Tannehill is going to be the best thing for Tannehill. Tannehill's career turned around when all expectations were gone, when he wasn't playing up to the contract anymore, when he wasn't having to fight for his job. He just went there to be a guy to learn the system and be behind Mariota, right? And then it was a breath of fresh air, and he took off. Um, I I just have a weird little feeling there. I I don't know. I kind of feel like we may have seen the best of this era of Titans football. I think you're right. Hey, Jason, man, great stuff Thank as you for always. This, Jason. Thank you, man. You got it, gentlemen. Thank you. Yep. He is Jason Lockenfora, uh, Odyssey NFL Insider. Insider calls presented by BetQL. Subscribe to BetQL today and instantly get the model's best bets, live public and sharp data, tens, and much more right at your fingertips. It's here, folks. We got NFL action tonight. Nothing better than that, is there? Mm-hmm. I mean, that is just so good. You know, your fantasy teams are kicking off, you know, your daily fantasy. You know, Sunday's going to be amazing. NFL is just, uh, you know, again. Daryl Henderson, Super Bowl champ. Yeah, he's going to get some work tonight. He's healthy, too. Him and Cam supposed to be both healthy. Yeah. Healthy enough. So they'll ride both of them, right? They'll ride I both think of so. them, for sure. Uh, all right, we will come back. Uh, we're going to be joined by Doc Holliday at 125. We'll talk to him. He was actually the first to, to tweet that I saw that uh, the suspect last night, Ezekiel Kelly, was in custody. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll get into that yep. with him, have that conversation about Memphis with him, and get into some Memphis football, too, uh, because it is a huge game for them up at Navy this weekend. Stick around. Jason and John, how are you trying to fan ESPN? We are in it. Start of the NFL season's here. Uh, we've waited long enough, and the best place to practice your touchdown dance is on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel's kicking off week one with a no-sweat bet for everybody, not just new users. Doesn't matter if you're a new customer or you've already got that account. You'll get free bets back if you don't win. Just log in and see for yourself. You can keep it easy with money lines for your favorite team to point spreads to over-unders. Bet on more than just the final score. You can do it with player and game props or build out a same-game parlay for a chance to win bigger payouts with a small bet. That's usually how I like to roll. New to FanDuel Sportsbook, just sign up with the promo code JSmith to get started. Once again, they make it easy. That's promo code J-S-M-I-T-H. Either way, celebrate the return of the football season starting tonight with Bill's Rams with a no-sweat bet during week one. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL and of 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. Refund issue does not withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 99789. The Live Love Memphis group has put their roots down in Memphis. And if you're doing the same, want to buy or sell your home, get with them. They're from here. They know the market here better than anybody else. All you have to do is reach out to them. Sold at LiveLoveMemphis.com, and they'll work their magic. Yep, Jennifer Carson saying it feels like magic when you see what she can do, what she did for me with my home four years ago, got it sold, didn't think she would be able to, but it's really just the work she does. It's everyday work for her. It feels like magic to us. she got to make the call to make the magic happen 901-625-5200 or you can email her at sold at livelovememphis.com she's got a great team starts with her april darnell everybody they've got over there is great you're gonna see it for yourself when you call need somebody that knows the market and how it's changing it is and jennifer can do it in whatever market in any market i promise you that she's gonna get you more money for that home probably than you think you can get Make that call, though, 625-5200. Email them at sold at livelovememphis.com. It's the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agents. Uh, we're back. Jason and John, 929 FM, ESPN. Uh, we got football tonight, Rams, Bills, and I am more confident than ever that the Rams are winning this game. The Buffalo Bills will start the season 0-1. That doesn't mean that they can't go on to win the Super Bowl. Uh, it means you're going to get a better price on it tomorrow morning, though. So if you haven't put that bet in and you've been thinking about it, just wait till tomorrow because you'll get probably plus 750, plus 800. That is my guess. Uh, Adam Schefter reported this morning that uh, Matthew Stafford is feeling better than ever, bro, just so you know. I think this is spin. You think so? But go ahead, yes, that the elbow is fine and all the ramping up this offseason is fine. Remember, there, there's still some pain there. Well, he got that injection. He got that injection in the elbow during the season. Um and they they had a procedure, and clearly it yeah. did not work in terms yeah. of clearing everything up. So you yeah. have to be concerned, like we talked about with Jason Locke before. Yeah, he said, I feel good. I'm ready to go. No limitations. I feel great. I'm ready to go play. Can always be better. Can always try to feel like I'm 21 again. I'll keep trying. But no, I feel really good. I feel like I can make every throw. See, I um, feel a little overcooked to me. And, and McVay said he'd be fine with him throwing 50 passes. Well, and this is, you know. That sounds like, hey, NFL, he's fine. Don't, don't hit the elbow. You know, I, I think for uh, the Bills, it's, it's as Nick Saban would say, rat poison. Right, because they have proven nothing yet. I mean, they had a great game against the Kansas City Chiefs there in the divisionals. They probably should have won the game, but what have they proven really? Nothing. The Rams are the Super Bowl champs, and look, I know Odell Beckham Jr. is not on the team anymore because he's hurt. And Jason Lockenford kind of hinted that he would be back on the team as yeah, soon he was as he is, uh, healthy again. Um, they did add who a guy who I think is criminally underrated in the NFL and Allen Robinson. He's a one, and you got him as a two. He is a one. 
He's, that dude is a he's one. He's better than he, Odell Beckham. He is a technician. Yes. In many ways, he's better than Odell. He's not as explosive as Odell. But, but the Odell that you're going to get coming back off injury, oh, yeah. I mean, this is a better Allen Robinson. It's an upgrade. It's an Allen Robinson who played through all kinds of quarterback issues for the Bears no and was an absolute stud at all times. And don't times forget for Jacksonville, them. too. He played in no, with yeah, garbage quarterbacks in Jacksonville, too. He's had, a bad, he's had a bad QB his whole career until now, and I think he's going to They have two explode. ones. You're absolutely right about that. I think, it's I an think, underrated pickup in terms of the offseason. Here's the other thing for Buffalo that's working against them tonight. No Tredavious White. Yeah, he mentioned that. So Tredavious White is their best DB by far. Uh, Poyer's banged up, you know. So I think this is just absolutely a, a spot where they still have Aaron Donald, right? Mm-hmm. They still got uh, yeah, yeah, Jalen you heard, Ramsey. You heard him, right? He didn't get suspended, John. Yeah, so for, for throwing the helmets. I mean, what are we talking about here? This is the kind of stuff that if you're the Super Bowl champion, because that's what you always worry about, right? You won the you won the title, um, and then you're just going to be comfortable. Well, they're they're home underdogs. What an easy thing to get up for if you're the Super Bowl. It's like you. It's like you're the champ of our fantasy league, and you were picked to finish eleventh in our league. So that's motivation for you. You you sound a little too convinced. Uh, what was it? Lock and Forest saying nineteen and three Super Bowl winner too. No, Did that just add it on? Like you, you're sound. The idea that this Bills team isn't a finished product and couldn't come out here and put a statement up that that's just a far fetched reality. That's you, I, it, you, they could come out here and put on a show tonight. But it's don't, more to don't me. You, don't you feel like like the Rams once they got Stafford, they're a complete team that's mm-hmm. ready to do this. Yes. I mean they they have everything covered now. They do. Uh, yes, I guess pass rush has got to be proven and you got to get that done. But you went out and addressed it. Yeah. And Von Miller and and I'm with Lockett for it could take some time to come together. Those dudes allowed less than 300 yards per game last year. That was a good defense they, last year. But they were they had a very easy schedule too though. I mean, if you look back at the teams that they played, they were really bad against the good teams that they played, like in the regular season. But, but I, I don't want to hear about easy schedule if you truly believe they're a contender, and you do. I know I, I that you I think they are one of them. I'm just, I'm just, all one I'm saying them. is I think you're a little too convinced here of Rams. You're scaring me a little bit. No, I You're think, making me want to go Bills. You're so convinced. I think, uh, I, I, think it's, I think the Rams are being disrespected here. I think this should be a pick em. That's what I think. I don't, I don't, I don't, think, the, I don't think the, bill, the Bills should be getting two and a half. That's crazy to me. On the road? Across the you know West Coast game, it's crazy to me. So you're telling me that the Bills would be a six point favorite in Buffalo? I just think they're ready to roll. You think they should be a six point home favorite over the Rams? Uh, probably not. So that's that's what the number would be, right? Because I'm giving you the you three. The three, right? Yes, I see. I know your math. Crazy. I know how you you're betting math. Crazy? No way. No. I, just think, I think there's a good possibility Buffalo's the better team, and we might see it as early as tonight. I think it's going to be a. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a, a more defensive game than most people anticipate. I think Buffalo is going to have a little bit more problems uh, scoring. I mean, Vegas expects a high-scoring game. At least that's what the number is, right? 52? Yeah, because how do you stop Josh Allen? Yeah. What, do you think Aaron Donald's going to be all over him tonight? They got, I, they I got, a, they got a plan I for do. him. Come on. There is no plan for Aaron Donald. Yeah, you're playing the whole offseason for him. You know you got this game. He's a freak of nature. I got the under. For sure. The plan is to get rid of the ball. Don't hold on to the ball. That's the plan with Aaron Donald. You don't hold on to it. Well, they need Gabe Davis to be, have a big game. There's no question. Big game, Gabe. Yeah. You know, like he had in the Kansas City game. We could be coming in here tomorrow talking about how Gabe won the game for him. Yeah, that would be. Big. I just, they, they are complete, and it's they are ready to take the final step. And again, there is no promise this team's going to start slow. They could start with a statement game, and I could see the Rams being a little bit of a haze well, after you you unfurl the banner and them feeling themselves a little you, bit. And probably like you, we're disrespected tonight. Yes. Bills might just come out and hit them in the mouth. I, I mean, like, I that's a team I got going to the Super Bowl, so I'm not going to sit up here and say that they can't win tonight. I uh, it, well, here's the thing: even if I they feel good about even chance. if they lose tonight, they could still go to the Super Bowl. There's no shame in losing to the Super Bowl champions at their place in the first game of the season. You know, um, I don't know. I just feel like there's there's been a lot of. Uh, 
I feel like the Bills have been crowned a little early is all. That's just where I'm at with it. Like, I don't think the Bills should be the favorite uh, to win the Super Bowl. I don't think they – I think they should be one of the favorites. You think KC should be the favorite, sound like, from the what you just said a lot I mean, before. why not the Rams? Why aren't the Rams a Super Bowl favorite? I mean, they, they, didn't, they didn't materially change anything they did. I mean, they're bringing back the best pieces of their defense. They're, they're, they I mean, Von Miller was a difference maker for he them was. last year on you, defense. That's fair. Like, you lost a key piece on defense. That's part of what made them a Super but, Bowl champ. But they'll they'll find a dude that comes in there and, you know, he won't be as good as Vaughn. But it ain't like Vaughn's 25 anymore either. Again, you know? I, and I think the, the Stafford elbow concerns are real. So not having – I'm fine with – what are they, third? Yeah. In terms of odds, third and shortest odds? TB is two. Feels, I think that's it. And KC's four? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not mad at that. I think Casey's getting slept on, too, though. Yeah, we heard that. So, I mean, I think that you'll, you'll be— I heard I heard this morning that people think—I uh, uh, think Greenberg said he thinks Patrick Mahomes scorched earth this year. He's with you that they are, they are not enough of a story going into this season. Well, because— That Patrick Mahomes is an MVP candidate down the list, all of it. I, and I understand why. He thinks they're why. being much like you, disrespected. Their receiving core leaves a lot to be desired well, on I, paper, I, right? And, I, dude, I think Tyreek made it easier for everybody else. There's it's no not, doubt. Yes, Patrick Mahomes makes guys better. But Tyreek made the game easier for Kelsey and everybody else in terms of the spacing. What he could do in terms of taking tops off and, and attracting defensive attention two, three guys sometimes made it easier for Kelsey. So that, there's going to be a difference there because you don't have that sort of space eater, a guy that can spread it out like that. Um, you know, I know they, they drafted a guy that they hope can be the next Tyreek Hill, but Tyreek Hill's there's only one of him. Yeah, that, I agree with that. That remains to be seen, how you replace that game-breaking, you know, Flat. It's like it's like Calvin Austin from Memphis. I do like them better than the Chargers, which everybody seems to want to mm-hmm. jump on in the West. I just I, I got I got I got char I got I got KC Chargers. You guys Denver and Denver not making the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we got that game on tonight, Brad. This is going to be on ninety two nine, right? This will be right here, or no? We will not have it tonight. We will not have it on ninety two nine. So you have to watch it on uh, on TV. Uh, but it should be a uh, should be a great night. Should be a great night of football. We'll come back with the run now. Stick around. Jason and John, 92.9 FM, ESPN. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis, where the legacy of sports is flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers talk. Always live on the free Odyssey app and smart speakers. Say play 92.9 ESPN, powered by DuckDuckGo. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.